You can look anywhere you want. I can't see. <laughs> it's it always doesn't like a matter. I wish they can like just technologically fix it, right? So you can look at the person you're talking to, but it makes your eyes straight. Right now I'm looking at you, so my camera's over there. And know. you know what we are? We're Welcome to the Protectors Podcast. <laughs> That's my new thing. I love I love just hitting that record button and getting going. Because what happens is like we started doing it again. We started having these great conversations before I hit that record button. And now here we are. We're, we're talking. To L. Ruger. That is an awesome name. L is from my home state of New Jersey. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I love this concept. I love socks. I mean, with the military aspect, with being in military law enforcement or, or whatever connected to that community for the past 30 years, mm -hmm. almost 30 years, socks are so fundamental. So you have a company, Soldier Socks. We're going to get into that, but Man, I love socks because nothing like putting a fresh pair of socks on. I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially a good quality pair. Makes all the difference. Well, let's talk about that. You know, it's a really a different concept. And how did you, I was looking through your bio on your website and everybody head over to Soldier Socks. And it's not, I'll put the pronunciation and the sounding and everything in it, the spelling and mm -hmm. the links below. But this concept, this company is it's kind of really cool it came from a, a very original you know feeling not just like hey you know i'm gonna go make socks and make money it came from like mm -hmm. you were talking about soldiers and stuff so let's get into that yeah so we had our friend deployed to afghanistan 2010 he had sent ideas for care packages socks were topping the list so we didn't think anything of it it was really just an afterthought we had a bunch of hairs so we just threw them all in, keep it like packing peanuts, keep everything else from shuffling around in his care packages. And it was 2010. And when he got home, he explained how he had a bacterial infection that was starting on his foot. And within two weeks of receiving good quality socks versus the ones he was issued, it started to clear up. And we're like, seriously, socks had that effect on your, on your feet. And out of all the other cool things we sent in the care package, the socks are what you decided to come home and talk about. And it kind of opened up our eyes to the importance of socks and why it tops care package lists. And Thompson launched around that time with their one-for-one -one donation model. And that's pretty much how the idea came, that if you bought a pair, we would donate a pair to our troops. No, there is, I, you know, I was an infantry officer back in the day, and now I, I rock all the time. And we'll get mm -hmm. into that in a minute. But there's something, if you have the wrong socks, what's going to happen? And people out there, I mean, you're like, socks? It's the truth. If you're out there and you're... Yeah. The 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 health aspect of it, whether that's going to be from, um, what do you call those things? Come on, uh, blisters. I was like, oh, blisters. I'm like, that's what they call them. blisters. Blisters, yes. yes. And and mm -hmm. can you imagine getting an infection? And uh, oh my gosh, it really is. If you go down the rabbit hole of what can happen, like worst case scenario, it's really not great. I mean, everyone's had a blister. Everyone knows how much they suck, and then you say you get a blister, right? And now you're deployed and you're carrying all your equipment and you're hiking, walking, whatever you're doing. And now you have this blister on your foot. And so it throws off your gait and your walk. And now that can affect your knee. And if that's hurting, it affects your hips and your back. So it really has a, a spiral effect that it could affect and really cause some serious injury, all starting at your feet, which makes sense because it is 
the foundation of our bodies and why it's so important to always make sure you have those good quality socks or footwear. No. Well, you and I were talking about this and that, like this one of the, we, we linked up together on LinkedIn, linked up on mm-hmm. LinkedIn. But the thing is, I'm now into this next journey in my life where it's a lot more fitness than I've done in the past several years. And mm-hmm. a lot of that has to do with rucking. A lot of it has to do with physical activity, whether it's shooting, rucking or whatever. Having a solid platform, my feet are it. And mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's like when you're thinking about like these things that are happening nowadays, like tactical games and, and 5Ks and 10Ks and yeah. marathons, if you don't have a solid foundation when you're running, not just your shoe, but mm-hmm. what's under that, it's it's huge. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like that's obviously military members. I remember when we first started, the, I- the idea was kind of just there, the inkling of it. And we were talking to our family, like most people do when you start a business, you kind of pitch the idea to your friends and family and see how they react to it before you go all in. And we're talking to my husband's grandparents. And about a week after we had talked to them about it, she came across an article, one of her local magazines she read, and it was about a veteran, I think it was a Vietnam veteran, and how to this day, he's still, when he goes to the apartment, his kids don't want to go with him because he always beelines to the sock aisle and buys tons of socks and his drawers are overflowing. He's like, I don't understand why I do it. It's just ingrained in me that I have to take care of my feet. And so to this day, he still does it. So obviously people like the veteran community, military community understand it. But I would say anyone who does outdoor stuff or performance, you know that having a good quality pair of socks can make the world of a difference. I really want to touch on a small business. That's really the reason I wanted to have you on here was to talk about mm-hmm. your socks, about giving back. But I am so interested in small business and starting one. Mm-hmm. And that concept, okay, so your friends over in Afghanistan, socks, you're like, huh. Yeah, I could do something with that. How do you go from the concept of the operation, which is, hey, socks, I need to get socks out there. <laughs> I first I need to get vendors. I need how am I, how do you create the sock and how do you what goes into mm-hmm. that starting this business? Yeah. So for us, for me, I should say I always say us, but it was an idea that I kind of sat on for a few years, just going back and forth. I wasn't sure if it was something I wanted to do or not, like really dive into And then moved from New Jersey to North Carolina. And I don't know if you realize this, but North Carolina is the hosiery capital of the country. Um, Textile industry is huge down here. Before NAFTA and a lot of stuff moved overseas, it was the hosiery capital of the world. And it was very important to us to have 100% USA made. If it was going to our troops, it had to be made here. And so when we moved here, the idea was we are in the hosiery capital. Like this is it's the time we need to do this. It was our sign. And that was a labor intensive process because it's a pretty male dominated industry, the hosiery industry. Um, you wouldn't think about it, I guess, if you think like leggings and pantyhose and stuff, but it is. And so finding a factory that I had no hosiery experience, no major company backing me. And I'm just trying to find these mills to basically pitch my idea to them. Um, explain to them how I wanted to give back and then say, oh, by the way, can you know, take about a year and a half on research and development with me so that we can find the perfect pair of socks and build the perfect pair that we will then donate to our troops. And so it was a lot of trial and error. Um, Since a lot of stuff went overseas, a lot of the money is on there. It's a very competitive industry and market. A lot of the technology stuff over there are 
I would say better compared to some of our factories here. So we were trying to find the factories that could compete with overseas technologies. And so it was definitely trial and error and gut feeling and just a lot of boots on the ground, like just going and knocking on doors. And so finally we found a couple of factories that were willing to work with us. And like I said, um, the sock that we donated to the troops was the number one. And for us, a lot of companies are the opposite. You know, they start with their product and then they have a give back. But for us, the give back component was what spurred the entire company. So without the cause, there's no product. And so I just wanted to make sure that the sock that we donated to our troops was the best quality that we could have. And it's on our site to this day. It's one of our best sellers. It's called the Thomas. And it's the same exact sock that we sell that our customers can purchase is the one that we donate. So it's not a lesser quality or something like that, cheaper just to make margins better. (laughs) And so it was was a lot of trial and error and it was um, boots on the ground, some mentorship from people who have worked in the industry that helped for sure. And then Google, good old fashioned Google and YouTube for anything that you didn't know. It's always great. That's, I do that all the time. Still every, I'm on YouTube every day just to learn something new. It's amazing when you're st- what you can learn. Oh my gosh, believe me, I know. I'm learning uh, CompTIA, is it CompTIA Security Plus now? I'm, I love, I'm into this whole new cyber thing. That's amazing. It's but so crazy. When you're doing a small business, mm-hmm. what is your, what is, how do you pitch? I mean, are you going over like a slide deck or, you know, I'm old school where it's like, oh, you got to get a PowerPoint out, but, or is it just like, kind of like <laughs> you're going there and you got, is it like Shark Tank? Where you're in there, and because oh I'm, I'm a huge fan of Shark Tank now, and I'm like, now, oh, yeah. <laughs> now, yes, now it's more advanced, and I know what I'm talking about, and we have our pitch decks, and we hand that out, and you know, press kits and all that. But in the beginning, it was just literally calling them and saying, "Hi, my name's L, and I have an idea. <laughs> Can you help me?" And it was pretty much just nothing from complete scratch. Like I didn't even know about yarns, the fiber contents, what was the best quality. It was just learning all that. And then I have to say, there's two factories that we um, work with majority here in North Carolina and they're both just so amazing. And one of them's a smaller family owned and it's just, they're just phenomenal. And they were so great. And it was, it was a partnership too. It wasn't just, Hey, you're going to make our socks. It was, Hey, you know, USA made is 100% important. We aren't going to just have you get us off the ground and then ship it overseas because we can get better pricing over there. We really want to make sure that U.S. manufacturing can get back to its glory days. And if we can have a small part in that and help bring it back, then all the power to that. Like that's, that's a great thing for us to be able to do. I tell you, it is tough to find small businesses out there that are truly good enough to support. And I'm supporting this. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show is because like, it's, it's mm-hmm. really I mean, once you bring in that overseas component, I mm-hmm. see a lot of this. I do watch, I am a, a huge shark fan, shark tank and I'm always watching it. And they're like, well, if you yes. produce it overseas and a lot of people mm-hmm. get up on there and they're like, no, we want to make this in the United States. It may cost mm-hmm. us an extra buck or two um, or more, mm-hmm. but you have to, I mean, it really does. And then have you, uh, I mean, are you looking to expand? We are. Yeah. So ideally we would be 100% vertically integrated. So we would make everything ourselves and um, have more factories and offices and all that stuff. So that is our five-year plan. We're looking into that, but we, I'm a big fan of slow and steady growth. You don't want to outgrow or outpace 
yourself and then you have to shut your doors because you can't keep up with it. So definitely slow and steady is what I recommend. I know it doesn't work for everybody, but for me, especially since I'm still learning things every day, I want to make sure I master it before I move on to the next thing. And just don't, I want this company to be around long-term and being able to make that impact is the number one thing. So it won't be here if we don't do it that way. And unfortunately, guys, did have a little uh, setback with the pandemic and getting your products into there. How is supply chain? I mean, with it being based in the U.S. and everything in the U.S., are there still issues with supply chain? It is because some of the yarns do get imported. Um, I guess the, the good part of that is because there was a delay with that. Most of our yarns are USA made, but because there was a delay, delay with some of them, we are looking into 100% USA uh, manufactured yarns. So it will be all the way down to the yarns too. And I would say about 80% of them right now are here. So there was a definite delay there. I would say more so with staffing. That was the hardest part with the factories. Um, they were just having a hard time and it, it's very competitive salaries. It's not like they're, you know, not paying them decent money. It's, you know, double minimum wage and overtime and all that. But it was just really hard to get someone to commit to it. If they did hire, they just wouldn't show up. I remember uh, at one point, my husband, we had opened up 40 wholesale accounts and so some retailers. And it was, you know, we normally have a certain amount of time for our lead time. And we were going over that and starting to panic a little bit because it was our first major, you know, retailer that we were getting into. And we didn't want to start off on the wrong foot. And reaching out to the factory and saying, what can we do to help expedite this process? Like to the point that we'll come and clean your toilets. Like if you, that's what you do there, we'll clean your toilet so that you guys can work these machines and focus this, whatever it is. And so my husband did, he went out a day, he was ready to do toilet sweep floors, whatever it was. We ended up packaging our socks. So it wasn't anything that crazy, but yeah, anything we needed to do to make it work. And so that I would say is the hardest part that hit, but I think 2022 is actually a little bit more of a challenge than even 2020 was. And I feel like the last two years have just been pivoting. It's just like our, our key coin term of the two years. It's pivoting. Just Everybody uses that pivoting. word. It is. It's all about you're going one direction and then out of nowhere you have a barrier and you just need to about face, turn around, figure out the next direction, make it work. And it's a lot easier to pivot when you are going slow and steady and you don't have, mm -hmm. you're overextended. Now, mm -hmm. I do have to say, I love your product. Today was the first time I've actually used it. I went on a ruck this morning and I wanted to wait till we did the interview before I actually tried them out. So I, I believe I have the pair of the Hester mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to do this. And I've, I've been using these crappy Adidas or some other thing <laughs> I got off of Amazon. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, it is absolutely true to have that extra layer in there and have a different layer, especially when you're rucking. Because mm -hmm. rucking is you're putting a lot of pressure that your body's not used to. You're putting extra weight on your back. And I had no issues today at all. I wasn't, for some reason, it seemed like everything was more aligned. My other socks, they wear out quick. They're very thin. They're not so good. I really do believe in this, this comfortable, cushiony, mm -hmm. athletic sock. It's like walking on clouds. Uh, it, it does. <laughs> it feels like it. And I'm like... People are like, how does this guy talk about socks for 20 minutes? I'm like, look, I'm really that excited about it. You put them on and then you understand. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Game changer. I know. So the actually website is, so I want to get into the name concept here in a minute. Mm -hmm. So the website is S O L E D I E R socks.com soldier socks.com. Yeah. And for you military types out there, let me do a little phonetic. Let me see if I can still remember the phonetic Sierra, Oscar, Lima, echo, Delta, India, echo, Romeo, Sierra, Oscar, Charlie, Kilo, Sierra.com. Boom. Well, so <laughs> what's the name? Where'd that come from? And it's a very good name because it catch it's catchy. It gets people's attention. Anytime we do shows, people walk by and you can see them look at our giant science up there and just stare at it, trying to figure out what that word is. And then it clicks and they smile and walk away. <laughs> so it's definitely one of the things that sticks with you. And it was really just a play on words. So the S-O-L-E is for the sole of your foot, which obviously... Oh, boom. There we go. Boom. It clicked. See? So it's a play on words. Um, I remember reading somewhere that if you use made up words, kind of like Google and all that stuff, it really helps stick in people's minds so that they remember you long term. Uh, there you go. Um, mm -hmm. One thing I do want to say is you have, is it, is it stand for a cause? Is that the, what? It is. Like? So one of our, slogans is more than just a sock company. So the whole concept started because of the one for one donation because of our friend Tommy when he came back home. But as we're a civilian owned company, which I have to always clarify because people assume we're military or veteran owned because of our give back component. And as we start to learn more about the military community, a lot of people in the military community really welcomed us with open arms when they heard about us. I think because they could tell that it was a genuine mission. It wasn't just to use the community to sell a product. You know, it was really like, how can we help you? And does this help? And we learned a lot about some of the challenges the community faces. Most people know about post-traumatic stress, but we learned more about the addiction and, you know, reassimilating back into civilian life after you get out of the military or even coming back from a deployment. Our friend Tommy was really our first eyes into a lot of that stuff. His job was legally held for him because it had to be, but he had an important job overseas. And when he came back home, they basically treated him like a, a coffee errand boy. And so seeing through his experiences, what people in the military deal with, it really opened up our eyes. And again, we asked the question, how can we do more to raise awareness within the civilian community? Because like us, a lot of people don't realize that. And so we have found several nonprofits that we partner with. We're very strategic and pretty um, picky with who we choose. We want to make sure that the majority of the money raised is actually going to the causes that they're supporting. And I would say every nonprofit we work with, at least 85% of every dollar goes back, 85 cents of every dollar goes back to their causes. And so we have teamed up with different nonprofits who service the military community. We create a sock for them. It's part of our stand for a cause line. And then every time we sell a pair in addition to the sock donation, we do a monetary donation back to that cause as well. Now, that's that's the key of this whole conversation today is that you actually mm -hmm. do give back. I, I'm inundated with like nonprofits who aren't really nonprofits. They're more of kind of profits. Yeah. Um, I, you know, one thing I love about these socks, I'm, I'm like, I'm looking at your website here, thinking about <laughs> topics to talk about, but you have a canine sock. I love canine yeah. socks. Yeah. So you don't just have, it. it's not just sports socks. It's actually lifestyle socks too. And I like that. We do. Yeah. We have some fun fashion. We have some performance for, you know, the athletic person. We have some outdoor socks for anyone who's 
into hiking or the outdoor lifestyle. So we have a little bit of something for everybody. Oh, geez. You got helicopter ones. You got, you got coffee, coffee socks. That's Me what I'm talking too. about. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to be like all over this website when we get over here. Uh, you do, and the stand for the cause one. I really love this. You have the you matter ones, you have the chive, mm -hmm. chive charities. What's this chive charities you're talking about here? Yeah. So chive charities is the charity component of chive media group. So they, are the meme company that everyone probably has heard of. And Chive Charities is how they give back. Their slogan is making the world 10% happier. They are phenomenal this year. They're really focusing on the military community and first responder community, trying to help them out. But they really work a lot with um, rare genetic diseases. And a lot of times it's within children. And so diseases that are not well known and have don't have a lot of research on them, they'll do what they can to help those families. So if they needed a handicap accessible van, they raise the funds for that. If they needed a ramp put into their home, they raise the funds. And they're a chapter-based organization, which I always love the chapters because I feel like they are organic, they're genuine, they're competitive. So they all just kind of try to <laughs> outdo each other as far as doing the most good. And they're just, they're a fun group. They're genuine and they do a lot of good. So big fan of that group. Uh, you're also, you know, I really like the fact that you're giving back, but you also do offer mm -hmm. discounts and you, you're connected to GovX. So if anybody, mm -hmm. military law enforcement, and there's other aspects you can get in there too, you can get 20% off. But you and I should come up with a code like protectors or something. And anybody who buys socks after they listen to the show, they can go and Sounds get some stuff donated to, you know, whether it's a Chive Charities or some other charity we'll talk about. Yeah, I'm on board. Awesome. So everybody head over to Soldier Socks and I'll have the pronunciation that, and now that I know it's Soldier <laughs> Socks, I'm like, oh my gosh, why didn't I see that before? Some doctor I am. I remember actually, um, do you know Dr. Man on Facebook? Have you seen no. him? Mm. He's a doctor man. Yeah, yeah, doctrine I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. So he came across one of our ads. <laughs> this is a great story. He came across one of our ads on Facebook, and it was, um, I think it was a bunch of Navy sailors had, it was a picture of sailors who had received our socks. And so we used that picture and um, our spelling, solar socks. And I remember he reposted that ad, and he said, nothing says made in China like soldier socks and he's like basically a company can't spell soldier correctly and a bunch of navy shipmen and calling them soldiers and so it blew up and the majority of people on there who had no clue who we were they got the pun and they were like do you not understand this pun like it's obviously a play on words and somebody had sent it to me somebody came across it and they reached out to him and i was like hey Definitely not made in China, you know, small woman owned business. We'd love to get some socks out to you. Do you think you could possibly make a correction <laughs> on this? We are very much 100% made here in America. And he was like, yeah, with a request like that, how can I say no? And he did. He rectified it. And he still to this day will post a little bit about us. But it was hilarious. People were doing deep dives. I mean, the research that they were doing, they were coming up with our home address. I was like, what in the world? If it anything, it opened up our eyes and we had to get some stuff offline. It was hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's oh, mm -hmm. that's funny. Well, I appreciate coming on the show and I appreciate doing a lot more collaborations in the future. Yes, thank you. I'm looking forward to it.